So it's very bad for us that people are getting saved, but we can't keep them. Okay? It's very bad. So as I was driving here to church, I saw about two, three, four people who were free lifers, who were saved, and they are lost, and it's our fault. They're going to hell, and we are to blame. Why? Because we don't care about them. We are like on our own. Okay? All right, everyone here? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. So, we are called to bear fruit. Jesus said here, we are to bear fruit. Fruit that will last. Okay? So, very quickly, why you must be a fruitful believer? Okay? Number one. Okay, everyone here. You must be a fruitful believer because if you are not fruitful, your prayers won't get answered. Okay? Yeah. Listen to this. Okay? It says here, you, have, you didn't choose me, but I chose you, chose you and appointed you to bear fruit. Fruit that will last. And then the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. So when you are a fruitful person, then your prayers are more potent. Your prayers are more powerful because he says, only when, he says, only when you bear fruit, then my Father will give you. Isn't that hectic? That's dangerous, eh? That's a powerful thing. Number two, you must be a fruitful believer because there is no such thing as a disciple who is not fruitful. Okay? Thank you very much. You may be seated. If you are not a fruitful believer, then you are not a believer. Okay? Are you here? Amen. Because think about it. If the moment you give your heart to the Lord, right? People expect you to behave in a certain way. Yes. If you see a pastor fighting outside here, he's running here with a beer bottle. The pastor. Huh? She's already, um, already doing that. Sister's already doing that because, yeah. Because, thank you. Because, see, you, you know immediately that's not a pastor. Huh? <laughs> the person is running here, he has a spade in his hand. And he's shouting. What is he shouting? I don't know what he's shouting. And he's swearing. You immediately know this isn't a real believer. Why? Because the person is not carrying fruits. Okay? The person does not have the right character. Meaning when you come to Christ, there must be fruit in the form of character. Okay? But not only fruit in the form of character, but there must be fruit in terms of souls you have won. Amen. 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 Are you there? Amen. Or you are not there anymore? Okay, you are here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, are here. Okay. So you must all we must also be fruitful in terms of souls we want we want to Christ. Remember, there's no such thing as a fruit, fruitless believer. The real believers, they bear fruit. They do whatever they can to bear fruit. Okay? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Number three, you must be fruitful because it glorifies God. Number four, you must be fruitful because so that your joy might be full. When you are a fruitful Christian, you will be a joyful person. Normally, the believers that I see who, who never smile. Huh? Believers who never smile. Now you are smiling. 
I said believers who never smile, they're always angry. They're always sad. They're always crying. They're always frowning. You know this person is not fruitful. Just by the face, I can see that they are not fruitful. Wow. Look at your neighbor. Drop your neighbor. Go on to your smile. Christians who don't have joy are Christians who turn to worldly things because the joy and excitement they are supposed to get from God, here focus here, the joy and excitement you are supposed to, to get from God in terms of being fruitful, you now go and look for it somewhere else. Huh? Now you are in the club. No, we're not in the club. There's no clubs in the club. Why I say club? Why did I say club? The Christian life is full of adventure. Okay? Did you know that when you are fruitful, God will do things to you to make you more fruitful? Yeah. I didn't know this. Come here. If this is a tree, I didn't know this. Okay. There's there's something, if a tree bears fruit, I know this past we had, we had a, a past we had a mango tree. Okay. Then the, the tree brought forth mangoes the few, the first year. Big mangoes. Okay. The second year, no mangoes. And you know why? Because there is something that grows on a tree that is called dead leaves or dead branches. Meaning, those branches, they call it wild branches also. Meaning, they grow in the tree, but they, they can never come fruit out of those branches. So what, what the gardener then does, he takes a scissor and then lift up your arms. Both arms. Okay. If this is a tree that stands like that. Then the gardener will take his searing, searing or pruning scissors and he will start to cut away branches that are dead. Obviously it's sore to the tree. But once he cuts, so he cuts all branches because he knows this branch will not carry any fruit. So I must cut it off so that the branches that do carry fruit, so that all the energy can go there. Do you understand? So that is why God allows things to happen to you as well. 
That's why sometimes God must cut off that phone of yours. That's why God must cut off that money sometimes of yours. Because it goes when you have money, then you, you, you. When you have money, then you have certain friends. Yes. That's why God must break off that boyfriend of yours. Because it knows that that boyfriend you cannot bear fruit. Yes. That's why God must make sure that they rob your money, your phone, your name. I'm joking, I'm joking. You are unrobable in Jesus' name. So sometimes, listen, sometimes God allows things to come and happen to you to prune you. Yes. Just to, to, to make sure that more fruit can come out of your life. Amen. You may be seated. I heard another thing that sometimes, sometimes, Jody, like you see the mountain is burning here. I don't know if you saw. But I heard this, I heard this, that sometimes in a forest, okay, every 10 years, a bushfire will come. You know what the bushfire does? The bushfire burns away all the weak plants so that only the strong can remain. So that is why you need the Holy Ghost fire to come over your life now and then as well. So that all the devil's plastic in you can be burnt out. Someone say amen. Someone say amen. Someone say amen. Someone say fire, fire. Fall on me. Hallelujah. Let us receive it. Amen. Pray say now. Amen. So, fruitfulness is very important. And I, and I, and I want you to, to, to do everything you can to become a fruitful believer. Amen. And not to become, but to stay a fruitful believer. Amen. Okay? Are you there? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Then, you must be fruitful because God chose you to be fruitful. Okay? Listen to the statistics. 95% of all Christians have never won a soul. 95% of Christians have never won a soul. I don't know if this means anything to you, but I'm telling you this. Okay? 80% of all Christians do not consistently witness for Christ. Less than 2% of Christians are involved in evangelism. Less than 2% of the church is involved in evangelism. Listen, there's a great need for us to be in evangelism. Amen? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Everyone lift their hands. Say, Father, put in me the desire to become a soul winner. Also say this, Father, use my life for your glory. So love your hands. Father, use your children. Put in us the desire. Put in us the zeal. To lead our brothers and our sisters. Put in us the faith. 
When the donkeys got lost, his father came to him and his father said, go and find these lost donkeys for me. Amen. Just like God is coming to us today and he's telling us, go and find these lost souls of mine. Okay? Saul then goes and Saul takes his servant and they now go and they found, they're going to find the donkeys. Okay. So donkeys in those days were very valuable animals. A donkey was worth more than a sheep. So now Saul and the servant, they are now going out there looking for all these donkeys that got lost, that, that they're trying to find. Okay? So this shows us that Saul was, number one, a sendable person. Ask your neighbor, are you sendable? Come on, ask your neighbor, can God send you to do something? Yes. You see, the problem with the church at the moment is that we are not sendable anymore. We, we, can, we can only go out when we are hunting money or something else. But God is looking for a generation who is on the hunt for souls, who is on the hunt for lost people. Are there some of those people here right now? Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, I'm one of them. So soul number one is a sendable person. Then number two, soul is an obedient person. When his father asked him to go, he went. So we need more believers who are obedient. But say, you steer me and You see, we need our people who are fearless. They're not afraid of the streets. They're not afraid of what anything anyone can say to them, but they are ready to go out. Tell your neighbor, I'm one of them. Then we see Saul, Saul is a, he's a flowing person. You see, a flowing person can be directed by the Holy Ghost. Between the sexes, while you are up on the street 
Why didn't, why didn't God, why didn't the prophet choose the servant? But he rather chose the one who was obedient. He chose the one who was flowing. He chose the one who stepped out. He chose the one who was ready to help. You see, God is not looking for people who sit around them. God is looking for people who say that I will do whatever God asks me to do. I will go wherever God tells me to do. Yes, but, but God doesn't make you work for nothing. Hey, God will bless you.